0: This is a Care Against Media Group production. Welcome back, y'all. Let's start as we usually do with gratitude. So this week, I am grateful for time off. I think some of y'all call it PTO, which means something else here. I'm grateful for vacation days I'm grateful for sick days I'm grateful for personal days I am grateful for um time in lieu which means like if I work overtime instead of getting paid out I can just bank it um yeah, yeah I'm grateful for that some days I just need a day just because life my mind I, I just need a restart a restart and I've I really don't need to explain this to y'all because y'all know what I mean when I say I need a day. I'm sure sometimes y'all need a day. I really wish we had, like, Black mental health days as well. But people would get into how that's not fair, um, it really is fair. Because white people don't have to look at the TV, the news, the radio, Instagram, Facebook, literally any website without seeing Black people dying. And it's not to say that it's every day. But when something does happen that's publicized or caught on camera, you cannot escape it. And people say, oh, well, just don't go here. Don't do that. It's not that simple. Because that stuff weighs on your heart. And it's in your spirit. And it's hard. Because it's a... Seeing events like that that are traumatizing re-traumatizes the collective consciousness. It doesn't just reach isn't traumatize the, the victim's family It it's a collective consciousness that's traumatized and it's repeated and I think it's done purposely by media and so when things like that happen sometimes I just need a day it's a lot you know and people who have black men black boys and your family it's when those things like that I mean it's always in the back of your mind things something could happen But it's always reinforced and that fear and that anxiety is heightened whenever that fear comes true for somebody's son, somebody's brother, somebody's boyfriend, husband, uncle, dad. It's scary. So, yeah, I just thank God. So thank God for having, you know, like I said, time to pull from, to be off. I'm so grateful for that this week. I I don't know what I'd do without it. And luckily this year at, at my job... They added five extra personal days. So y'all, we get 10 personal days this year on top of like my I think three weeks of vacation and whatever else. So I'm just really grateful for that. Um yeah. All right. Let's get into things, shall we? All right, y'all. Let's get into this episode. So this week I want to talk about submission and why y'all be freaking out when you hear the word submit or submission in terms of like romantic relationships because low-key well not even low-key y'all are just daft like y'all no i'm not gonna call y'all simple but y'all submit to so many other things every day but the concept or the idea or the thought of submitting to your partner man or woman is just like it's just unfathomable you can't you just couldn't see it for yourself it's not gonna be you why are y'all like this I just want to know I mean I'm going to delve into it I think why why I think all oh, y'all are like this but what is the purpose why are y'all so scared of this what do you really think it means like are y'all some freaks and just thinking of what s like submission as far as BDSM because the s in BDSM doesn't even stand for submission I think it stands for sadist not sa- yes sadist yes Bondage, damnation, sadist, sadist, masochism. It's, anyways. I'm getting far outside my business and yours, but yeah, let's just. I'm gonna get right into it because I'm trying to fool around with y'all. But what is it that y'all be just so tripped up about with submission and submitting? You know what I'd like to do for y'all because words mean things. We're gonna open this up with some definitions from good old Merriam-Webster's dictionary. I know it's Merriam-Webster Oxford. Whatever this app is, it's got the burgundy and it says Miriam Oxford. So let's look up the word submit. Start with, you know, root words. So submit. Submit is a verb, a transitive verb. So 1A, to yield to governance or authority. 1B, to subject to a condition, treatment, or operation. 2, to present or propose to another for review, consideration, or decision. Also, to deliver formally. Three, to put forward as an opinion or contention. Intransitive verb. 1A, to yield oneself to the authority or will of another. Yield is a key word, y'all. 1B, to permit oneself to be subjected to something. Y'all thinking of the BDSM with that one, I think. And then 2, to defer to or consent to abide by the opinion or authority of another. All right. There we go. So let's look at submission, what it means in the dictionary. Um, Like I said, because words mean things, so we're going to get to the root of it. Not what it means in relationships, but just what words mean things. So submission is a noun. So definition 1A, a legal agreement to submit to the decision of arbitrators. 1B, an act of submitting something as for consideration or inspection. Also, something submitted such as a manuscript. Two, the condition of being submissive, humble. Let's put three asterisks by humble or compliant. An act of submitting it to the authority or control of another. Let's revisit two. So again, two is the condition of being submissive, humble, or compliant. Not all three, not all three. Submissive, humble, or compliant. Y'all are getting caught up on the wrong things. Anyways, so let's look at the root word. So if we we look at submission, the root words are what? Submission. So quickly, quickly gather around children. Let's look at the root word sub. So sub is a verb to act as a substitute. I think one other definition is to, yeah, no, it literally just says, yeah, verb to, uh, sorry, intransitive verb, to act as a substitute. As a transitive verb, the British definition, to read and edit as a copy The noun sub just means substitution. Let's look at the word mission, shall we? And then I'm going to get out of Merriam-Webster's because they're not paying me for this. Noun. Mission is a noun. 1A. A specific task with which a person or group is charged. Look at that. Mission means a group of people working together or a person working towards a goal. Let me continue. 1B1. A definite military, naval, or aerospace task. One b two A flight operation of an aircraft or spacecraft in the performance of a mission. One c. a pre-established and often self-imposed objective or purpose. Two calling comma vocational. The example is her mission was to be a teacher next three a body of persons sent to perform a service or carry on an activity such as 3a a group sent to a foreign country to conduct diplomatic or political negotiations 3b a permanent embassy or legation 3c a team of specialists or cultural leaders sent to a foreign country 4a, I promise y'all these are not hair types, a ministry commissioned by a religious organization to propagate its faith or carry on humanitarian work. 4b, assignment 2 or work in a field of missionary expertise. 4c1, a mission establishment. 4c2, a local church or parish dependent on a larger religious organization for direction or financial support. And then D is uh, missions, plural, organized missionary work. The rest of them don't really matter. The five was obsolete, the act or an instance of sending. Let's see. So the verb, let's get into the verb. So mission as a verb, transitive verb means to send on or entrust with a mission. Look at that. Y'all are going to entrust one another with a mission. Two, to carry on a religious mission among or in. Look at that. Y'all being spiritually connected, working on a mission among or in one. Y'all not listening at all. Then it goes on to break down the adjective form of mission. So now that we've broken down submit, we've broken down sub, mission, then we've broken down sub and mission. Let's get into the talking. Okay. Of those definitions, now that we've heard them, what is it that y'all be going on so bad about? Like, what is it? So let's let's really get into it. So we, usually when I hear people complain about submission, I always hear, like I'll mostly hear about it with men. I'm not submitting to my woman, la, 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 la. First of all, you submitting to that woman could be the best decision you ever made, but look at you blocking your own blessings. That's one. Two, I hear a lot of women today talking about I'm not submitting to my man, we're equals. Why do y'all think submission is a one-way street? Let's start there. I'll give y'all a minute. Just think about it. Why do y'all have set in your mind that submission is a one-way street? Y'all don't consider it reciprocity, mutual submission. Again, the root word of submission, mission, one of them, is like you're working towards a goal in trusting. See how trust is part of that? I'd Like, what are y'all not getting? Anyways so that's one why y'all think it's a one-way street why how come people don't ever consider how about we both submit how about that how see it leaves me dumbfounded because it it's so simple yet y'all make it so hard and then y'all are over here spewing what you think you know to other people because i initially popped in on a clubhouse room about this probably a couple months ago now and I, I brought up the point that I don't think people, when people hear the word submit, I don't think they understand the meaning of it. I think they have their own idea in their head. They have like a negative connotation of the word submit or submission. And what they think is that, you know, they give up their rights there to become like a humble servant of their partner They're to sit down, shut up, be quiet and do as I say. That's not real life. I don't know why y'all thought that. I don't know who told y'all that. I honestly, I don't know that's not what submission is or what it says at all. Even if I were to look up like a definition of submission in a relationship and even that first, let me say, let me say that is subjective. That's not an objective thing because what's for somebody's relationship is most definitely not going to be for yours because we've seen that over and over again. You know what? I'm so smart. That It's probably why y'all getting so caught up on the submission thing is because you think the way you see other people submit in their relationships is how everybody should be submitting in their relationships. No, let them people live their life and do what works for them. What is for them is for them and what's for you is going to be for you. I promise you that it's all whatever is going to be for you is always going to be for you, but it's not going to be what's for them. It's going to be what's for you. And I think that's where we get into a lot of contr- uh, troubles that we're comparing and contr- like with other people constantly. What are they doing? I like what they're doing. It works for them. Maybe it'll work for me. Are you, are you her? Is your partner him? Why, why do y'all see this? This is going to get into a so much a bigger conversation. This is going to have to be like a two, three partner. But this also ties into relationship goals or what y'all think you know about somebody's relationship because I just watched y'all cry y'all heard so online with um that boy Quavo and Sweetie and I was like what I don't understand so you, you mean to tell me that there's people in a relationship looking at other people their age in a relationship as goals huh and that's not say there's nothing wrong with like th- their relationship they were just in the public eye so what if my relationship was in the public eye or yours I'm sure people might say that about you and I too would you agree that your relationship is goals needless to say anybody's relationship in the public eye is going to look good because it's in the public eye and once you're conscious of that you're going to tailor it to that so like you can't believe everything you see that's on video that's being captured of course they're gonna make posts of each other all the time doing this and that there's money behind that it's not for the fun of it do like there's people i know now that date they, and they're not constantly on each other's posts and feeds like that and they have like public relationships i don't get it like like beyonce i don't even know jay-z has instagram if he doesn't follow him but like beyonce will post jay-z once in a while and most times it's he's he's only in the picture because he's taking the picture sometimes she'll post him if like they're going to somewhere or whatever but i promise you sometimes she's like jay take these pics of me please and you don't need to see them post pictures together to know that they're in a relationship or for them to validate their relationship you know why because validation is internal it's not external anything external is a bonus but if you live by the people's words you will die by the rejection and by the negative words every time you see all the time it's that's why people need to know who they are before those sorts of things happen because it can tear you apart it can break you down it will have you lost it will not have you know who you are in this world and i don't want that for anybody but i'm so off topic from what i want to talk about which was submission and submitting anyways back to that so submitting in your relationship so i think a lot of people have seen what they think submission is with other people and then they've taken on that as the definition as concrete facts the gospel truth and they're like yeah no i don't want to do it that way but we're not like that's not what this is granted like i'm sure for a lot of women or straight women who date men exclusively like we have like the whole women's movement thing and how like women didn't have rights that was overall that wasn't like every woman everywhere around the world that was for a a majority of what we've seen that was the standard of the time that doesn't mean there were men in their homes that weren't let me just go with the stereotypical activities because y'all's mind can't handle anything outside of ginger rolls so that doesn't mean there weren't men home washing dishes and doing laundry That didn't mean that women weren't running the finances behind the scenes. A lot of that stuff was just kept hush hush. Like submitting to your partner has to do with, you know, to me, it's recognizing their strengths and knowing my strengths and my weaknesses. I'm absolutely, like personally, I'm absolutely submitting to my partner finances. If we end up being in a, a household together, bro, listen, take this money, pay the bills, Set, set some aside for my savings your savings whatever we gotta do but like please handle that for me because i'm not good at it not yet not the way i would like to be and if you are please help me help us with it. like please i know that and that's again see how part of that one of the definitions was being humble See, how you have to humble yourself see but y'all don't want to do that y'all don't want to admit that you might not be you know 100 percent of what somebody's looking for and that's okay I think it's important to recognize that that to me that's all submitting is is understanding your strengths and weaknesses and then submitting and letting the person lead if the situation calls for that because that's their strength. What I don't what is so wrong with that and like people will demonize anything as submission now like I said like so I've said it before on a previous podcast like I'm a feminist. And people I know are going to hear this and be like, you can't be a feminist if you're talking about submitting to your man. That's literally feminism is me as a woman making my own choices. Y'all overcomplicate everything. Why? Why? Why Why do y'all people? I shouldn't say y'all because y'all are listeners. I shouldn't say that. People. No, I say y'all. I mostly, I mean people. I don't mean y'all, but people (laughs) overcomplicate everything. Not most things in life are not complex. They're very simple. We just we're just based on all of our experiences and traumas and whatever else, we just have our own story in our head and we just impose that on whatever's going on. It's not that hard. It's it's really not. And just like if for example, like in my household growing up, like there was a time where my dad stayed home with us and my mom worked and that didn't make him less of a man he submitted that she was he just submitted her and said like Yo, you're you gonna be the breadwinner and she was like bet I don't mind I like that I don't want to stay home with the kids I don't know if she said I don't think she said I don't want to stay home with the kids but like I don't think she wanted to I personally already know like I don't know that I could be a stay-at-home mom it looks hard AF and I I don't know but and he like he did that. It didn't make him any less than and it didn't make him weak because he submitted that part to my mom or that she like did the finances. That doesn't mean anything. And like both my parents so both my parents can cook. My mom doesn't like to cook. My dad liked to cook. So she would submit that to him like you going to handle dinner. And y'all, that was like, oh, those are simple gender roles. But if you get to the root of it, like that's really all that this is. This is your strength. You do it. This is your strength. You do it. It's mutual, it's reciprocity. But a lot of y'all who think that is one-sided are really telling on yourselves because you think that in order to be with somebody or submitting means that you have to give up every part of yourself for that person. And if somebody is suggesting that as a means of submission, if you're in a BDSM type of relationship outside the bedroom, fine. short. Sure, because some people do do that too and that's their business. But if this has nothing to do with BDSM and DOM-sub dom, relationships, it's like, let that go. Just, y'all just need to be regular. Honestly, people just need to be like regular <laughs> and just think because it's, life is not that complicated and y'all can get caught up and miss a good thing by worrying about, you know, submitting or not submitting to people and why y'all are so scared of it. And like I said earlier, I was going to touch on to a lot of things because I, I don't think that a lot of y'all know that you're submitting every day to different things. And like, I don't, like, do y'all not get, so let me ask y'all, so y'all who have jobs, so people who are not entrepreneurs, so like myself, I don't, I'm not, I mean, I, anyways, people who are entrepreneurs, people who are employed at like a a company or a business or whatever, y'all submit to that schedule every day, every week, every month, every year. No problems, no qualms, y'all just do it, hands down, well, easy. But y'all don't, y'all don't view that as a mission. Y'all are just like, oh, that's a part of life. Your word's is not mine. Sometimes you have to. I mean, I don't know what else you would want, but that's, that's it. So let me ask y'all this. So people with, people with kids. So you know how everybody who says, you know, before they have kids, I'm not making my kids a bunch of different meals, la, la, la. And then some of y'all be like, you know what, I'm going to cook this for supper and I'm going to just make the baby this because they're not going to eat it and I need them to eat. Y'all are submitting to that child. Y'all submit to your parents as kids, and then you in turn as parents submit to your kids when they're younger. I don't what, like, do y'all see where I'm going with this? How crazy y'all are when about only caring about submission when it comes to romantic relationships? You submit to societal standards every day? Some of y'all, hell, some of y'all submit to your insecurities every day, but we'll talk about that at a different time. But y'all just be submitting. And they're in a lot of different situations that like don't even call for it. Cause and like, what is the reason? Like, do you all really know why you have these ideals? Did you grow up seeing like men being weak? Did you grow up seeing women being weak? Is that why you think submission is not for you? Because people being weak and people being submissive are two different things. Nowhere in the definition of submission or submitting or submissio,n did it describe did the, was the word weak used at all at all so look a one def so i'm looking at one definition again now so the definition of a submission is something sent in or the act of surrendering surrendering isn't necessarily a loss i know a lot of things we see on tv like people surrender to the police people all these things that's that's one limited skewed definition and example that's not everything so y'all just try to step out of the box try to step out of the box i see look well look this says now biblical submission which is i think where a lot of y'all are caught up and mind y'all y'all ain't even really christiany muslimy buddhisty people like that y'all just like to play but biblical submission in marriage is a wife's making a choice not to overtly resist her husband's will see how it says overtly not saying that she can't just overtly you know what that translates to me that translates to that being a united front. So, yeah, that's, I don't, like, if I'm, if I'm out together with my partner somewhere and they say something wild and they're not saying nothing wild to, like, my mom or their mom, I'm going to let them rock out. Whatever. I'm going to have your back because we're out. I'm not going to leave you hanging. I got you. I have your back. But when we get home, or in the car and be like, bro, you're, like, you're what was that about? Like, why would you do that? Why would you say that? And I had to, I, I went along with that because, you know, I got your back and stuff. But why would you say that? to me that's what that says like you can still express your opinion like y'all just be tripping over like stupid stuff man and personally like for me for someone like I make a lot of decisions day to day for other people and for myself and particularly at work though I make I work in finances and I have to constantly be helping people um make these decisions and they're not like decisions that don't don't impact them these are lifelong decisions like things that will last 10 years down the line. so things like my mortgage is coming up for renewal should i do a straight renewal should i blend in my debt should i access the equity to do the renovation instead of getting a loan those are those have big impacts so think of this so a person calling asking if um you know should i blend in my debt with my mortgage well let's see your mortgage is what twelve hundred dollars a month you're paying out oh, let's say thousand dollars a month in debt overall because you have multiple interest rates so if we put everything into your mortgage we bump your mortgage payment up so instead of it being at like twelve hundred a month your mortgage payment is maybe now fifteen hundred a month but that saves you what's the numbers that I use that saves you 700 bucks a month now that frees up seven hundred dollars a month for someone who owns a home you know what you can do with that because if you're already missing the money anyways because you're used to paying it out in debt you could save that you could put that towards the kids you could put that towards the vacation those are lifelong implications, and those are the things I have to think about. When I advise people, I can't, it's not short-term. Nothing, most things with money are not short-term. It's almost always long-term, unless you're talking about savings, which you can have short-term, long-term savings, but other than that, most things are long-term with money. So I have to make those important decisions daily for other people, and then I still have to make decisions in my personal life because I'm an adult, and it's very, like, it's not nice here some days. Like, I, I just want to be able to wake up and get paid because I woke up, not because I went to work. It's coming, though. But so if I'm in a situation where I'm constantly having to make decisions for other people constantly all day and then I have to make decisions for me on top of that, then the day, if I come home and Mr. Man wants to make decisions, bro, you got it. I trust you to make a good decision for me and you let me know when it's done and what the outcome is. Outside of that. I don't, I don't need to be in on that. And that's what works for me because, again, I'm tired at the end of the day of making decisions. I'm tired. Now I know what my mom meant. When I was growing up, my mom would say, I don't make decisions after five o'clock. It's because by the time she was done her workday and all of the decisions she had to make there, she did not have time to make additional decisions if all her mental capacity was spent if all her mental energy was, was used up. So that's where I'm at with it. And I'm sorry if I'm talking slow, but. I got my braces tightened last week, and I think I need to go back in and see them because this wire is cutting the fuck up in my mouth on both sides on the top, and I can't, I can't like it. It just hurts. <sighs> but anyway, so if we, if I'm talking funny, it sounds like I'm not enunciating, like it sounds like my mouth is not closing when I'm pronouncing words. It's probably not because this, like I said, this wire is cutting up. So. But yeah, that's what I am mean. I with submission. So let me know what y'all think. I don't think it's that serious. Y'all just be overthinking it, like I said, thinking you gotta give up like your left kidney and your firstborn child and all your rights. Like, bro, do you when people are both submitting in a relationship, do that does anybody pull out a contract? Do you know of anybody that says like, all right, I want my I want my husband to submit to me, but I'm gonna need him to sign this contract to submit? Bro, no, that literally never happens. Y'all need to decide what things mean for you. Yes, words mean things. But decide what the words mean for you. Submission is subjective. It's not an objective thing when it comes to submission in your relationships. And if y'all are so easily willing to submit to all these other things, like I said, like your job, your kids, societal pressures, your insecurities, why do y'all, like I said, stop getting up in arms about submitting in relationships? It's literally not that serious. That's it. I'm going to leave y'all with that. It's going to be a short episode this week because... Like I said, straight to the point, that's what I think. What do y'all think about it? Why are y'all fussing and fighting about all this? But let me know. Let's listen to an ad or two and we'll get back with story time. So for story time, I thought, you know, to tie everything together, I would talk about, I guess, my stance and how it has changed on what it means I guess, to be submissive or a submission to submit, whatever y'all want to call it. And it, my breakthrough came during therapy. And we were talking about some different things that I've been through in life and some situations where I felt I, well, not I felt I had no control, whether it was mentally or physically. And in those moments, I decided and told myself there would never be another time that I would not be in control. I don't care if I had to control everything down to the second, down to the most minute detail, I was going to do it. And that, it is exhausting. Like people are like, oh, like making fun of people who are control freaks. please believe me, they are mentally tired. It is so much work to do. But I, in a lot of that, it was rooted in me not wanting to feel out of control or like I didn't have control of myself or my body ever again. So it was fear-based for me. And so as my therapist and I we were chatting and he was like, Okay, well like in those situations like we talked went over the details and I'll spare y'all those at least this episode. And he was like, Okay, he's like, So when you're controlling all of these different things and all these moving pieces, he was like, Do you think you're ever missing out on anything? And I was like, I don't know. I I mean, back then I don't I have no idea, maybe probably because I was just i just didn't leave room for error or for anybody else to do anything or to hurt me that was a lot of it and so of me not wanting to be hurt either again and he was like because he was like when you like if you're always in a place of wanting control which is not always possible either it's unrealistic in world and in the light in life to live that way or operate from that point of view you're going to be devastated when that time comes where you don't have control because it's going to happen. And He was like, but when you do that, he was like, you know, we talked about, like I just said, missing out, or do you think that that diminishes or demeans other people? And I was like, well, they chose to still be around me when I was, you know, when I used to be controlling in relationships or whatever. And he was like, yeah, but you'd mask that with confidence, which he was right. I did. And I discussed that on like an earlier episode as well. And so he was like, well, what happens if somebody does have a good idea or a suggestion? He's like, do you like, do you? take that do you heed that and I was like no I won't do it I I will purposely not do it because I didn't get to make the decision or I didn't come up with that decision which is it's very immature now if you think about it but when people are operating from a place of fear or concern or out of not wanting to be hurt they'll rationalize that they'll make that make sense and it doesn't so once he said that I was like oh damn and I had to pause for a minute and he was like so what like what's the internal dialogue when that happens when like somebody does bring up something good and I was like I just talk myself out of it and like just do what I'm I was gonna do anyways I said just because that's it I said I was someone for so many years that I would always go with my first thought and I mean that in like when I got my prom dress all that like my first thought I'm like I'm going with I'm not changing my mind um this is that because if I change my mind it means somebody else influenced me and I didn't want to relinquish that control to anybody else. But what I felt like through therapy and then like after that session, just kind of how I went about the like my day in life after that, I realized that by letting go of that hunger for control and kind of subsiding the fear, subsiding of not having control, I realized that all of those years I denied myself so many things. By just not living so uptight and out of fear. There's so many things I could have, I think I would have done and could have just been easier for me in my life if I just let somebody else make the decision or decide something or just help me. But I, you know, like I said, from a place of fear, I was like, nobody. I, I'm not taking anybody's feedback. I'm not going to take anybody's advice. I'm going to be in full control. So that was, uh, that was, it was really interesting. So like when I think now submission, um, it's not that somebody. It's not so much that I have to listen to what they say or what they say goes. It's just that it's giving the opportunity to somebody else just to either help make that decision or let them make it because. They're better at it than what I could be, and like I said, I deny myself the the relaxation that's in that. I deny myself the mental energy I could retain by doing that, and I deny the person. And so, in this, when we were talking about relationships this episode, so like in relationships, I deny the other person the ability to show off their strengths and to be a leader for me. Because I do think at the end of the day, like men. Like to lead, want to lead, and like there are many ways that women lead and men allow them to. It's just we do it very subtly, we don't like throw it any off faces. But I i realized that that's what I was doing, and I don't want to deny somebody the chance to do something because I'm in my head about it and I'm scared about what could happen. That's not fair. So now I'm in a place where I'm just like, Well, sorry, let me go back to so. This is in, like, my like current situation, if I had a current situation even after this, like, that's where I'd be operating from, because there was even a time, like, before this where I had a different partner, and I, like, I tried to allow them to lead, and I realized, like, I couldn't, and it's because they weren't worthy of being a leader, and that's because they didn't know how to lead themselves, they didn't know how to conduct themselves as a man, and when I say as a man, I don't mean what all men should be, but as a man for me. And how they presented themselves as a man. They did not conduct themselves as somebody that I should be following. So with that being said. I was like yeah no I'm gonna definitely to keep this control for me. And whatever else. And I'm still stubborn and hard headed about a lot of things. And I'm working through that as well. I'm a Capricorn on top of all of it. But I'm softening up. You know I'm working. Like I said I'm working on it. Working through it. But now um, when I see somebody... Or a man who knows how to lead themselves and you watch them daily take charge of their life and their steps are ordered, you know, by them, by them. And then maybe, you know, if they believe in higher power, all that stuff too, but watching somebody consciously and with intention lead and direct their life and, you know, and life is shaping up quite well for them, one, sexy, two, that's somebody i know that i can trust to lead me because if they're not going to steer themselves wrong they're not going to steer me wrong and that's a big takeaway i hope y'all write that down people who do not steer themselves wrong will not steer you wrong people who deceive themselves lie to themselves allow themselves to be put in like awful or bad situations or to be taken advantage of will absolutely do the same for you absolutely hands down hands down the only time i think that that maybe doesn't apply is if you if you're a parent with kids Cause like sometimes you'll do things for your kids that you normally wouldn't want to do, and it's for the benefit of them. But that's separate. Like I said, we'll stick with relationships. But yeah, I am um, I'm comfortable now as a, an adult. I'm not saying as a woman as an adult being able to submit to my partner in a lot of things, certain things, whatever. Because like I said, I would be confident as long as they know how to lead and conduct themselves that I could then follow that lead. And what's wrong with following that lead? y'all are weird for that what is what is that about y'all follow the leader like i said earlier what i say, y'all y'all will give in to the kids submit to your kids will by cooking them a separate meal or giving them like cookies and junk when you said i'm not gonna do it and all that stuff and you did it or you know cooking three or four different meals one for you one for your partner one for the kids um so why like why not just apply that to situations and relationships Um, I think a lot of us have a lot of unlearning to do. I've taken control of my own unlearning, uh, which has helped me tremendously, if you must know. A lot of people see my growth. Thank y'all for recognizing it. But I think what y'all should take away from this episode is when deciding what submission and submitting means to you. It's not BDSM, y'all. You're not going to be whipped and beaten and be gagged. And have like no say and there's a safe word that's literally like not how life works that's one situation and it's mostly based in sex it's not a thing but in your relationships i need y'all to really take a take a step back if you're in one and really look at what it is that you want out of it for you and that person like i said mission implies a goal somewhere where you want to get aspiring to you know a mission so see so when two of you or if you're in the more like if if it's more than two people in a relationship partnership when y'all get together and decide what that's going to look like talk about if it's going to be um mutual if will it be reciprocity because sometimes like i said there are very few situations where people are in um dominant submissive roles outside of the bedroom it's in like their life and I that's probably blowing some of y'all's minds like I know people who um the dom sub is like outside of the bedroom like the man will pick like you know what they wear for the day how they do their hair, what food they eat, and the, the woman or the partner, they, they like that. That's what they signed up for. They, they agree with that. That's fine. And Like I said, there's nothing wrong with that as long as both parties agree to it. See how we're getting back to consent? We're gonna have an episode on consent too, I'm sure, but just think about what things mean to you and for you for your relationship if you're not in a relationship kudos to you because that means the work is easier because there's no one else to talk to you can decide before you meet that other person what it's going to look like for you have a conversation up front if they say yeah okay bet then you do it and if they say no then you know on to the next but you know those of y'all us in in situations or relationships talk to your partner about what it means for them like I don't. It's like I said. It's not that serious. And this might come off as a lot of me talking about, oh, I'm out But well, how come you don't talk about what your partner's doing? He can tell y'all about it himself. And it's not my business to tell y'all what he does for me or with me. That's I'm not here to do that. I'm not gonna sell my soul to y'all for some listens. That's not what this is about. And like I said, it's his business. I'm not in. I'm. I don't. I don't do that. I, I don't subscribe to telling uh, men's business or at least his business like that. I'm a woman. I can only talk about me in that regard. If he gives the okay to share his views or what have you, I'll be doing that. But for right now, no. If y'all know him, you can ask me. If you don't know him, mind your business. But anyways, like I said, so I hope this has kind of, you know, caused you to question what you think submission and submitting is in a relationship. I hope you kind of reevaluate what that means for you and think about what the example of that was for you growing up and how that's informed how you currently act and what you think and know about submission and why you're so against it like yeah dive dive really deep into why you're so against submitting to someone else in a relationship and I want y'all to you know make a list if if you must about how all the there's about all the different things that you submit to daily. Because like I said. There are a ton of them. So I want y'all to really think about. All the different things you submit to daily. And then think about why. You're so unwilling. To submit to your partner. For different things. That's all. Nothing big. Nothing crazy. Nothing too small. Um, yeah. That's really it. Alright. Well. Let's take a break. We'll be back. All right, y'all. So before we end the episode, I realized that on the episode that aired or that I released on, I think it was March 24th, I told y'all I would tell you about where the name Megan Better came from. And then I didn't do that on the last episode because I forgot. So quickly, I'm going to give you all this story about how I got my name. And you won't believe where it started. So first, shout out to Donito. That is my friend. He's the one that came up with the name. So back, I think, it, I don't even know if it was grade 11. I Grade 10, grade 11, I think maybe, I don't know, grade 12. Um, my brother had a PlayStation. He loved it. Even many other games, I guess. So I wanted to be able to play Call of Duty online. And so I needed to make a PSN name so I can make, you know, a P, sorry, PSN is PlayStation Network, for those of y'all who don't know. And I needed a name to be able to, like, play online that would show up. So back then, like, Megan Good was really big. This was, what, this year was probably 20, 2000, it was the 2008, 2009, may have been 2010, I don't know. But in that, that span of time. And so Megan Good was, like, a big thing, a name. People loved her, she was super pretty, she is a pretty... Men loved her She in all the movies and so he was just like we were thinking well, i was like well i like making good and he was like well megan like you can't use making good that's already a person i was like yeah that's true he's like and megan gooder sounds stupid which he was right he's like megan better and y'all yeah, i am here that is the origin story literally denito and playstation is how i got my name and since then i have hit the ground running with it um, I was joking, y'all will see, um, this week coming out on Sarkeric against Sundays, um, people really think that's my name. So I've been introduced to people and people's parents, family members as Megan Better. And I've had to like quickly laugh it off and joke and be like, oh, they're just kidding. Well, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm Megan Better. I'm she, she is me. The Better Life is a byproduct of that. Um, but it's really about, you know, in- I try to embody better and becoming better in almost all things I do. I think the only thing I don't do right now like physically like I'm getting like my teeth together and like mostly my body now. My when I say my body Um, I haven't started exercising again. I probably, like I could, it's not that I I don't need to go to the gym. I absolutely could stand to go to the gym. That's for sure. Um, But I want to start getting running back outside first. And I used to do yoga in the mornings last summer. I do my yoga outside. And so I really want to get back into that. I have found that over the years, I've kind of quieted the fear and been doing more things outside. So I'm going to continue to better myself in that way. But before I get too sidetracked and we're all off on a tangent together with me, that is the origin story of Megan Banner. So we all see Danito. I, I think I think his name on Instagram right now is Comatose. If I'm wrong, I'm so sorry. But when y'all see him, y'all let him know that y'all heard the story and you know where the name comes from and thank him for me. I feel like if he was any other person or if he lived in any other place, he'd be like, I want to find his fee like la, la, la. i gave you that name i made you but bro, super chill one of like my favorite people the best people that is my bro like that's he's the guy that's the guy and we see eye to eye on so many things the things that we don't see eye to eye we will like fuss about it but at the end of the day like it's all about understanding so y'all thank him for my name and let's get into the goals before we wrap everything up All right, y'all, I'm going to leave you with this. So I want you to know that last week, my, I think my goal was to make my bed every day when I as soon as I got out of bed. And I can let y'all know that I have proudly made my bed every day, every morning when I got out of bed, which, if you know, is no small feat for me. So, yes, thank you. I held myself accountable. I, I posted publicly it was in the show notes, so I had to do it. Um, yes, yeah, so now I'm just going to continue on that tradition this week. And then I think my goal, though, for this current week coming up is going to be yoga. I'm going to commit to stretching. Um, We're doing yoga five days. So probably not today. Today's Wednesday. So I'll probably do yoga um, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yes, I'm going to go with that. Um, let me know what y'all's goals are. You can DM me. You can DM the show page. Everything will be in the show notes as well. Thank you all so much for coming back. I really appreciate it. Also, I'm gonna post um Mixila's Bella's uh, nail page in the show notes. She sent me some nails this week. I want to giveaway of hers. And you all, my nails look amazing. So I'm going to put her information in the show notes as well. Please go over to her page. Tell her I sent you. Check out um, the Better Life pod on Instagram. I'm going to have a a post up there tomorrow showing my nails with a little nail fee. Y'all go shop her products. They are amazing. Alas, we have to say goodbye for another week. But go out there, figure out what the better life means for you, how you can attain it, and do it. Until then, don't be bitter, be better. Have a great week.